Welcome to Sidebar. I thought for this short episode, we could talk about something a little more fun and a little more close to home during the pandemic. I thought we could talk about pandemic pets. <gasps> we finally get to talk about dogs. I just want our listeners to know that Joe, with that use of the word short, that Joe was calling me out for our Free Britney episode. Free Britney went a little long, but you know, we had a lot to say and... You know, them's the breaks. And you like talking about Britney Spears. That's understandable. You and a lot of other people. But I do like talking about animals more because like you two, I'm just, I guess I'm just assuming this about the two of you. You like animals more than people. I do like my dog a lot more than I like most people. And I've only known him six months. So. Well, we'll find out uh, because in a couple of weeks we are getting a new little puppy. Uh, yeah, we're we're driving across state lines to pick it up from a, a breeder, and uh, she's this cute little English uh, retriever. Uh, so she's white and fluffy and and uh, very very cute. And the kids can't wait. And we are going to have a lot of pets in the house. We're going to have two cats, a dog. Let's see, we got a hamster, a couple of fish. So I didn't know you had a hamster and two cats already. Yeah. I'm not counting the fish because they won't interact. I didn't picture I didn't picture all of this for you, Joe. Feel like I'm getting feel like I'm getting behind the curtain here a little bit. They were not all of my choice. We we got the cats when I was in law school. They're older cats. So we've had those for a long time. And then, you know, the kids have wanted a dog for forever. Mm -hmm. And I've kept saying no. And I've kept being the, you know, bad dad who won't get his kids a puppy. Uh, but I've finally relented. Yeah. You know, it's been a tough year. Mm -hmm. The kids have been good. So we're going to splurge and, and go get a go get a little puppy for company. And we're going to make our cats deal with it. And <laughs> they will be upset and they will pee all over the house. Our house is going to smell like cat urine for the next few years. <laughs> Uh, but that's okay, because nobody could come over right now anyway. So now is the time. That is true. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people um, felt that way over the last year, because especially with everyone being at home so much more, a ton of people got new pets, myself included. I've mentioned on the show before that I adopted my dog, Ted, back in July, and he's the best. Um, <laughs> but they are a lot of work. I will say that. And I think as people start going back into the office and going back to quote unquote normal life, the problem that we're seeing is that a lot of people are realizing that the arrangement they had with their pet to begin with is not going to work anymore. Folks, you got to know what you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Do not leave your dog in a cardboard box on the side of the road. Okay, I said I wasn't going to yell, but yeah, it's it's a huge commitment. It's a lot of work. You know, for me personally, I adopted a dog that was a year and a half old and had very little training. And so I had to put in the work and train him. And now he's great. He knows what he's doing. Um, you know, he was he's never been a bad dog. He just... Nobody taught him what he was supposed to do. And that's really, I mean, how he came to me in the first place. Yeah, um, that increases the yeah. derp factor. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's um, yeah, I don't even know how to describe Ted to people who can't see him. He's 
Um, he's an American staffy coonhound mix with some other random uh. things thrown in, um, including really ridiculous stuff like Corgi. Mm-hmm. Um, I only see his <laughs> face come into frame every now and then, and he always yeah. looks like he always looks yeah. like he would be a proponent of legal marijuana. <laughs> he does that, yeah. He especially when he's coming to coming to see me while I'm working, he gets yeah he gets this kind of squinty look on his face when he's happy. <laughs> Um, and yeah, he's got that big staffy head. Um, yeah, he's, he's kind of derpy, but I like him a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Laura, we know you would never abandon Ted. Right. But, uh, people do Mm -hmm. abandon their pets. Yep. And that's why there are laws against it. Mm -hmm. In fact, it can actually be a misdemeanor, uh, if you don't treat your pet well enough Mm -hmm. you know i mean pets are an interesting unique thing in the law because they are property right you Mm -hmm. know they're not they're not part of your family if you go through a divorce it's not like you're gonna have a custody battle Mm -hmm. for the dog even if you know you feel like it's your fur baby Mm -hmm. you know so it is property (laughs) that you that you negotiate i would just like to go on record and say that ted is not my fur baby i don't feel that way like I, I love him very much, but he is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I call our cat my my daughter. <laughs> no judgment. You know, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> so yeah, they're 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 unique in that they're property, but then there are also, of course, animal cruelty laws and there's things that you can and can't do mm-hmm. to have a pet. And if you do just leave it on the side of the road or you know, locked up, you can, you can be charged with a misdemeanor and be subject to fines Mm -hmm. and other penalties. You know, you can't just let your cat out. If you're frustrated with your cat, you can't just kind of open the door and say, get out of here, cat. Mm -hmm. You do have to give it to a shelter, which will take them. I mean, they may end up putting the animal down, but you'll, you have to give it to a shelter or, find it a home somewhere. Well, and something important to keep in mind, especially for people who have taken in a rescue animal during the pandemic and then are maybe thinking about surrendering them in some fashion, it's really important to read whatever agreement you have with the shelter where you got the pet, because in a lot of cases they will contractually require you to bring it back to that shelter if you decide you can't keep it. That's the case for me and Ted. If something happens to me or I wake up one day and decide I can't take this derpy guy anymore, um, <laughs> I have to take him back to the place where I got For the him. rest of his life? Yes. That is wild. If you died, <laughs> sorry, you know, but let's just <laughs> okay. go with me here. Yep. Your family couldn't just take possession of him? I think, and I, I would have to, I should have reread it in preparation for today's episode, but I prefer to be as unprepared <laughs> as I can be. <laughs> um, and, but from what I recall, it's it's sort of about being reasonable. Okay. You know, if, if a member of my family called the shelter where I got Ted and said, you know, yeah, something terrible has happened. Someone else has to take care of Ted because Laura can't anymore. More than likely, they're going to say, okay, you take him. Okay. You can see why they do it, though. 
there are a lot of people who just don't understand what it means to have a pet, mm-hmm. especially a especially a dog, because yeah. dogs are so needy. Mm-hmm. And you could see that happening pretty often. Where not just dogs yeah. is all I'm going to say. My <laughs> my my sister is an exotic animal vet. Um, oh wow! Ah, yeah, that's that's a really good point. Who deals a lot with her her specialty is reptiles. Okay, but she also exotic. Pretty much means anything that's not a farm animal or a dog or a cat. So rodents, mm-hmm. birds, everything. And Easter is coming up, and that is one of her. Oh yeah. That is one of her least favorite holidays from a work perspective because people, parents, go out and get a baby bunny or a baby. They get the baby chicks for their kids, mm-hmm. and then oh sure, yeah. they don't know what they're doing with them, and then they come to my sister, and they're oh, oh, and mm-hmm. my sister's like, well. I have to put this animal down because you've neglected it and now it needs to be mm-hmm. and now it needs to be like humanely euthanized because it's very ill or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Or iguanas. People, you know, you get a five year old kid being like, I want an iguana. <laughs> and parents mm-hmm. are like, Well, whatever, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, that's why there's so many uh pythons in Florida, is because people just let them go. Mm-hmm. You think pythons are native to Florida? No. (laughs) Now I am starting to sound like Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) Yeah. So don't, don't do that. If you're listening. Yeah. Cats are pretty simple. You you gotta, you gotta feed them. You gotta empty the litter box. Don't let them outside. If there are are large predators in your area. (laughs) Yeah. But even still, I mean, yeah, no matter how complicated things get with a dog and and I would be the first to to say that a rescue dog especially can be really complicated. You know, they've got they've got quirks and triggers that can be really weird. Ted is afraid of the wind, (laughs) which is really funny um, for a 60 pound dog, but is also kind of frustrating Mm -hmm. sometimes. But I would just say that, yeah, no matter what happens, there there are other options to just leaving them somewhere. Yeah. Most shelters, if you especially the big thing is call ahead to the shelter. Don't just drop them off at the front door, especially right now, because a lot of places aren't manning their shelters during their normal hours because of the pandemic. Tell them you're coming. Yeah. Yeah, If your dog. Yeah. If your animal is already chipped. You will get caught. You mm-hmm. you will likely get caught. If yep. the animal is not chipped, yeah. then there's a chance you would get away with it. But mm-hmm. come on, man. <laughs> but, oh. That's not who we. That's not who we are. <laughs> now, the other thing I wanted to mention uh, before we close the episode was if you're out there and you're thinking, well, I am going to save a pet because people are abandoning their pets and they're not prepared. So I'm going to go rescue a cute little dog. Be careful. We talked about some consumer protection issues last episode, and it turns out that fraud regarding quote unquote pet adoptions mm-hmm. yeah. has risen quite a bit during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. yes, a couple things, if you're going to rescue an animal, don't give any money to anybody until you have actually seen that there is an animal. Anybody can post a picture of a cute puppy or a cat. Mm-hmm. You may have noticed that the internet has a lot of cat and dog videos what? that you can take. 
Yeah. Uh, so make sure that it's a legitimate organization. Make sure that there's actually an animal yep. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just be careful. Exercise common sense. But other than that, by all means, do rescue an animal. And and some jurisdictions, if you find, say, a dog that has been abandoned, some jurisdictions might be where you live. Do require a good faith effort to find to locate an owner before you can just mm-hmm. keep it. Yeah. That that dog may have slipped through the doggy door and their owner may be frantically mm-hmm. looking for it as well. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's not all of a sudden just automatically yours. Finders keepers. <laughs> Unless you until you get charged with theft. Well, I think that's it. Other than that, let's all enjoy our pets. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Sidebar from Fine Laws Don't Judge Me. We'll be releasing these every other week between our full-length episodes. Please subscribe to, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear us cover, send us an email at finelawpodcasts at thompsonreuters.com. Thank you.